So what are we talking about? All right. Today I decided we should talk about the 90s. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's hard for me to talk about the 90s kind of because it's when I was coming of age. So I feel like I naturally idealize it because it was like my teenage years and that's such a fascinating time. Yeah, you get stuck in those years. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. Isn't it weird when you meet somebody who still only listens to the music that they listened to in high school and they like never moved on from that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really meet people. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But yeah, I remember someone older when I was young telling me that that you get stuck in the the generation that you come of age or at least it it's the one that i don't know it's special it's different it's it's always so dear to your heart so i don't think it's it's weird or bad or wrong even that we look back on it with nostalgia because i mean i i for sure do the 90s were rad i i kind of wanted to talk about this because i feel like there's a bit of a 90s resurgence at least style wise like gen z is really rocking the 90s looks and sort of everywhere yeah and it's kind of like what when we were teenagers we kind of did that with the 70s usually it's the generation that your parents grew up in you take an interest in and Because when I was in high school, I remember my mom saying to me all the time, oh, I wish I'd kept my old clothes because everything that you're wearing is what I had. (laughs) So So it makes makes sense. Oh, my God. We're so old. From, you know, like 1990 to 2023, it's like there has been such massive change in the way that we live our lives. So I was I was thinking a lot about the way that things were back in the 90s. Like, first of all, I was thinking about phones and how you had everyone's phone number memorized. And now I think I only have one phone number memorized. I don't even know what your phone number is. I don't know yours either. Yeah. And I, answering machines were like everything. And you would just so answer crazy. the phone not knowing who was calling. Oh, yeah, I know. It's It sucks. It's like I look back on that and be like, oh, I love and I miss being able to just like come home and shut my door and you're alone, alone, you know. But at the same time, if you had shown teenage me any of this new technology, I would have been like so on board. Like I would have, you know, like texting your friends like. So, yeah, yeah. like I, I feel like we spent so little time with technology. Like you didn't even watch that much TV. For example, I only had two channels because I lived in the country and we couldn't get cable and my parents didn't want to get a satellite dish. Yeah. So we didn't spend an enormous amount of time watching TV. We had a computer, but I mainly used the computer for creative things like yeah. I would sometimes we played Sega and Nintendo, but not for very much of the day, like maybe an hour. And then the rest of the time we were outside or we were playing with our friends or like I would spend so many hours in my best friend's basement bedroom, just like 
leafing through magazines and listening to music. Yeah, it's and- nuts though, because every generation thinks the one like our parents, you know, like I remember everyone's freaking out about the television time and everyone, you know, thought, but Gen Z will be like, they're the first guinea pig generation to see like with the internet, how this whole thing goes. And like so far the results, I don't think are very good. No, judging by the, like the anxiety and the mental health problems, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's a better way, but, and it's, it's kind of awful because you're connected constantly. Do people even have time to develop themselves? Yeah, like I got bullied in high school and the way they were doing it is they would call my house and hang up the phone. <laughs> so um, that was all they could do. They could just like uh, call. <laughs> this, this is something I really wanted to talk about was phones and how much prank phone calls were a thing. <laughs> yeah. And- I was telling this story to a new friend of mine yesterday, how I think I was in junior high and we would have sleepovers and we would do this thing where we'd be like, let's call so-and-so. And one of us would go like, this only worked if they had more than one phone in the house. So one of us would go on the phone and the other one would go to the other room and go on the, and just like, listen. And the friend would call this other friend and be like, so what do you think of Carmen? And kind of like trick her into like saying um, bad things about me. Oh, man, that's like, cruel. that was the kind of shit, like mean girl shit that we would do. Or we would call our crushes and just hang up. Yeah. Or, or we, you know, the jerky boys were really popular and they would just do prank phone calls and people would buy their tapes and just listen and laugh at these stupid prank calls. This was obviously before Star 69 and Call Display. Yeah, but, but do, you, like, do you think people still talk to each other like we did on, used to on the phone? Like, I just remember in high school, like, you would talk for hours, like, in depth, like, you know, crazy conversations with people, right? And it's like, do we still do that even? Well, I did today. I had two really long phone conversations with my sister and my friend. Good. But I, I have known both of them since the 90s. Yeah, I only talk on the phone to my family. And yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. yeah, I don't really spend a lot of time on the phone. And I feel like it is kind of, it's too bad because talking in person or talking on the phone it's way easier to really connect with someone because with text you don't always know the tone yeah and then you get bored you're like i don't want to type this out this takes so long i, I guess I some love people texting, though. some people do voice messages yeah those are psychos who does that <laughs> who the fuck does that Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm all about texting, but I, I still look back on the nineties with nostalgia because I, I don't know. I liked that. I miss that feeling of just being shut off. Like no one can reach you. No one expects, you know what I mean? Like you're just, and yeah, so much writing and journaling and drawing, you know, now I feel like we have so many temptations all the time, all around us, but yeah, it's really easy to not focus because there are so many distractions. But I really do feel like all of this 
this new type of culture did begin in the 90s. Like if you think back, this is when the 24-hour news cycle began and there were all those afternoon talk shows where it was really sensational and all these kind of crazy people came on and talked about all Jerry Springer. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, which then spun into reality TV, right? And then, yeah, I just think, like, we can't forget that that's kind of when that all started. Like, if you think about things like O.J. Simpson and Joey Buttafuoco and... Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton scandal. Like, we were just really beginning to be entranced by the media at that point because there were so many channels all of a sudden and i mean now people are not spending as much time on with their televisions but they're still on screens yeah the late 1900s why does that sound so much worse (laughs) i know that makes me feel so old the late or the thing where where bouncers, when they look at your ID, if the year you were born starts with 19, they know for sure that you're old enough. Oh, my God. They yeah. don't even have wow. to read the number because... We are old, though. Like, I don't I don't understand nor really like any of the new shit that comes out. And it's so funny because you think of old people, they're always like... Like, my grandpa never... Like, email was just too much for him. He couldn't handle it. And he never got an email. Um, but I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm totally going to be that type of old person. <laughs> I can see it around and just like, resist any new technology. And maybe it's because, I don't know, I totally do long for the past. But I think that's normal. Everyone does it. Well, it, w- it did feel like a simpler time. Yeah. But again, it's really hard to know because I wasn't an adult at that point. So how do you compare? Because obviously, as a teen your life is more sheltered. Yeah. And you're so wistful and full of optimism and, you know, life hasn't broken you yet. So I was also thinking about how in the nineties magazines were like such a huge industry and now no one reads magazines really. Like they all went out of business pretty much. And that was the way that you got your information. Like I remember I subscribed to Sassy magazine and that was like my through line to all the coolest bands and like style and shit. That was like not the stuff that you would see in YM or 17 or it kind of combined like Rolling Stone and a fashion magazine. Right. And then a little bit of like teen beat in there, like the celebrity bullshit the gossip. Yeah. That's another thing. Like, do people still remember when all those, everyone read people magazine and. Oh yeah. I think it's all online now, probably. And the thing about reading a magazine online, it's just not the same. Yeah, totally. You know, buying an album and opening it up and reading the, liner notes and like looking at the artwork and it was all physical and you felt like you actually spent your money on something and now when you buy things digitally it's like you forget that you even have it 
Yeah, I know. I'm so torn about that because it, but it's probably better because it creates less stuff, right? Like everything digital creates less garbage, right? So it's good in that way. But I'm the same. I love paper. I love paper. I love flipping through paper. I love reading from paper, uh, writing. Like I just, yeah, I don't know. We're just old. We're just analog. I'm just so glad I was born when I was because my teenage brain, I was so fucking into those magazines and all that shit. Like I just devoured, I couldn't get enough like beauty shit. And so I'm so glad fucking Instagram didn't exist. I would not have been able to handle that. That would have fucked me up so bad. Like I was already fucked up. So being exposed to all that in the palm of my hand as a teenager, I don't know. No, (laughs) like, no, that would have been such a disaster. And I know I would have like posted it all online. Yeah, that's yeah. the great thing about the time that we grew up is like, we grew up just when computers were coming out. So we're kind of like, towing the line between the old world and the new world. And so we've experienced both, both. ways of yeah. living, which is really cool. And there will never be another generation like that. I mean, millennials kind of were. But it's weird, but- all these things I miss, I still wouldn't... I. I don't really it's like I I say I miss them but I miss not having other options because like even like I like if you think back like at, to meet up with your friends like you had to go out you we were out all the time we had to like we had to say if you wanted to talk to your friends or see them you had to so like everything was so much social and you're setting your friend up with your friend and like I don't know everything was more out and about and I say I miss that, but I I don't. I love, I'm a fucking hermit, right? So it's like, I say I miss all these things, but at the same time, I'm appreciative of not doing them. But you're right. I like the fact that we get both, you know? Like, I feel kind of cool that way because we've experienced the most of both worlds right now. So maybe that's why we're so fucked up. Are we? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I I don't blend in to society (laughs) at all. But I just... I feel like Gen X is the lost generation because, you know, whenever you see those memes about all the generations, a lot of times they forget Gen X is even a thing and they think we're boomers. No, they just don't give a fuck. Gen X is the best, man. They're like pretty much everyone was abused, left alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) even me from the great, amazing family. I mean, I was still hit and I I remember not being allowed in the house. Like that was just the thing, right? Like we're, we're just like, raised tougher you know yeah we kind of raised ourselves in a lot of ways totally like our parents never played with us like i remember like i always played with avery and i remember thinking be like i like my mom didn't have time to play lego with me like ever you know when you think of the 90s so like who who are the biggest icons in your brain like that represent the 90s okay i always think of like supermodels and i actually saw the other day that there's a a movie coming out about the supermodels soon. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh my you god. Know, like Christy Turlington. Oh, I Naomi. I knew all of them. I was obsessed. But I don't know if Claudia Schiffer is in it, which I'm surprised about. Okay, who else? Uh Riot Girl and Girl Power. Mm. Waifs, like Kate Moss, that whole sh- Yeah, grunge. Thing. Grunge. I don't know, Kurt. like Discman's and how it was impossible to go running with a Discman. But it always skipped. 
Yes. I like, oh, fuck. I remember or, like, writing. being in the car with your like huge CD wallet and trying <laughs> to find a CD that wasn't scratched. Oh my God. And CD covers were like everything. Like how many times you just you drew on it, yes. you read it over and over, you put it on your wall. Like, yeah, fuck. Mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> Beverly Hills down to an O. Oh, yes. Drew Barrymore. I was Drew Barry. I was so obsessed with Drew Barrymore. My parents thought. Did it was you gay. read Little Girl Lost? Obviously, dude. Like you don't oh know God. the level of obsessed I was. Like they thought I was gay. I just she was my life. I <laughs> cut my hair like Drew. her. I had every picture I could find of her. I would like scour every magazine and like yeah, I was like psycho. I loved Drew Barrymore, and yeah, I don't know. Oh, I love the nineties. The fashion, and, though, man. And see, like, it just seemed, like, chill, too. Like, people, like, politically, I don't know. It just seemed like a calm period. Like, you know, the economy was Well, good. yeah, until the big yeah tech bubble. And 9-11. Recession, recession, recession. Like, when I got out of university, it was like, oh, there are no jobs. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, it's just hard. It's like the internet... It's so good, but it's also so bad. And I, I, I still don't know, like, whether, I don't know. I guess AI will be the next, like, internet kind of thing to see. I don't know. I just look back pre-internet, and I don't know why. I just, uh, I yearn. But do you remember how exciting the internet was at the beginning? And yeah. how everyone was creating websites with, like, Angel Fire and... They would have all these terrible colors and flashing gifs yeah. and like <laughs> so crazy. And it's crazy actually how slow it kind of happened. If you think about the power of it and how much we use it now, it is kind of nuts how it's not like boom, everyone's gonna have it's like slowly became like really slow, became a part of our lives, you know? And now what the fuck? It is everything. You can't do anything without your phone. Anything. Like, Okay, here's the other thing. Yesterday I was on the island and there was a payphone there. And I was oh. like, I wonder if that works. And I'm like, you don't see payphones very often anymore, but I think it's important that they still exist because your phone can die. But then that's when I realized I don't know anyone's phone number. So yeah. other than calling 911, yeah, I really... they're useless. They're useless. Yeah. Yeah. Payphones? No, they're like but museums. If... If somebody and they're usually like covered in graffiti and oh they're so gross like you don't want to touch that <laughs> if it if it's out still as if a like, payphone wouldn't get just so fucked up now like <laughs> yeah well because no one's using them like do you remember having to like wait for someone to get off the phone to use one yeah or wait for calls at payphones like I would like hang around yeah. the payphone waiting for like, people to I call. Would- or I'd call my parents collect. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. from other countries and shit. Oh my like, god. Nobody That's calls crazy. collect anymore. You don't need yeah. to. Yeah, nobody even really calls. I mean, that's the thing. I love that. I hate talking on the phone. So I kind of like that part. But it has its problems, you know. Everything is like good yeah. and bad, right? Yeah. Everything and everything's I- a trade-off. I just romanticized the 90s a lot because it just was a simpler time for me personally. But 
there are a lot of things about right now that are amazing that we would have dreamed of having when we were teenagers. Yeah. Like if I had been able to be in my room, like I was always jealous of those kids who had their own phone line. Oh, me too. My parents wouldn't let me. No, mine wouldn't either. I was, I I asked them every day for like years. Yeah. And they like kick you off the phone because they had to talk to someone or you had to share everything back then. Yeah. My dad was on call as a doctor all the time. So like we weren't sometimes even allowed to use the phone because if the line was tied up and people were trying to get a hold of him, it was bad. Right. So it's like, that seems so archaic. Now we're picking out a movie. Like what? man? But that's the thing. Every generation we get more convenience, more convenience, like everything's getting easier and more convenient, but there's got to be a trade off, man. Like we've got to be, I, f- I feel like we're, we're paying a price for it that we haven't quite realized yet and again we're the generation that's gonna be like we get i feel like we get we have both like i'm lucky i i don't know i'm I'm not probably because that we're old but that i'm like we're so different with technology if you hang out with some gen zers they're into their phone like in a whole different way well they don't know what life is like without that yeah it's like an extra appendage on their body, yeah. you know, where I still will sometimes forget mine at home or leave it in another room or, you know, it's not like I appreciate it and like it, but it's not. It's not your life. Yeah, it's different, you know. It's interesting. Like, it It is kind of wild how I think about when cell phones first came out and like they weren't smartphones yet. And you were kind of annoyed that you had to carry this thing around and it was clunky <laughs> yeah. and it, it, you just called people cause texting was so much work and so you had to hit each letter like multiple <laughs> oh, yeah. times, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a few times I've forgotten my phone at home, like when I was going to work or something. And I just felt panicked the whole day because I was like, I'm missing out on and no one's going to know where I am or what's going on. They're going to think I'm ignoring them because I'm not responding. And I'm right. like, that's concerning. <laughs> like, I shouldn't feel this much panic. Like, back in the day, you just didn't have to react instantly to everything. I know. Things were slower. I know. But I try to be as chill with the shit as I can because it's I, it's like a boulder rolling down a hill. I mean, you just got to lay down and go with it. You know, it's like it's not we're not going to it's not slowing down. It's just going to get worse. So like I just try to do the bare minimum and I'm always the last on board when a new like I haven't even got the I don't even know how to say them. The wireless earbuds, what they're called. Oh, AirPods. AirPods or whatever. Yeah. Like I always, like I wait until I'm like forced to. Yeah, you're you're a late adopter, but I I I like technology, and I've always been really comfortable with it, and I really enjoy it. But I hate when it takes over my life. I yeah, I, I try really, to yeah. I really long to get back to that space that I was in before, where. I can concentrate on something for several hours and get into flow and, and just lose track of time. Like I miss, I miss that because even when you're out and about, like, even if you're in nature, you're always checking your phone or you're taking pictures and 
you're not fully present like we used to be. Yeah, Dr. Huberman, my boyfriend, talks about how um, he has a a whole thing on dopamine. And yeah, I don't know if it's true or not, but it seems like we are all, by constantly looking and getting that jump, it it also creates, um, lowers our baseline or something. Or I don't know, we're frying our dopamine receptors in a way, I guess. So everyone is kind of, has a ADHD mild form of it. But I don't know if that's true, but... I think we're addicted to drama because there's so much every single day. There's something that like, yeah, it gives you that hit. And yeah, there's like some, some media story where people are arguing and everyone's commenting on it. And it just feels like a roller coaster every day. And we're addicted to that. Like we can't even just be quiet and silent. We're so uncomfortable just being alone with our thoughts. Yeah. And that scares me because especially as an artist, I feel like you really need to get into that quiet place in order to think deeply and to create something original. You can't be copying what everyone else is doing and just like in that whole distracted vibe to create something of quality like a great poet isn't going to be able to write a poem with all that distraction so are we missing out on all of that with this content creation which is catering to the lowest common denominator yeah or it's I, just it's spectacle right i feel like it's just slowly getting more intense like kind of and because when things happen slow you don't really notice it it's just like yeah Speaking of things happening slow where you don't notice it. So I was talking to my sister about puberty and like, I was like, do you remember when you got pubes? And she was like, no. And I'm like, neither do I. Like, did they just show up magically one day or like a couple of hairs at a time? And then suddenly you noticed. I remember. You do? All I, this is what I remember. And I, I swear to God. I remember looking down and being like, whoa, I've got, I had like one hair, like one pube. And I remember being like, holy <laughs> shit, like, what the fuck is this? And then oh, no. I swear to God, dude, the next day it was like full bush. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I, yeah, it was like probably more like, like a week, but it happened literally like so fast. Yeah, I feel like it, it wasn't a slow process. It's no. The same with like your boobs. Like I remember having like little tweakers. Yeah. They were just like tiny little lumps. And suddenly then they were in. Yeah. And like it happened slow really, but fast. It's not like you were looking time. in the mirror checking it every day. But I guess it's the same as like your hair grows every day and you don't really notice. Or those chin hairs that like aren't yes. there in the morning and then. <laughs> Later in the afternoon, you're like, long. <laughs> you're like, well, someone could have seen this coming out of my chin. Like, watched it. Like, what the fuck, man? Like a time lapse video. Yeah, like go, like your your whole Zoom meeting is just your chin hair slowly coming out. You're, Holy fuck! Like you can time frame it, and watch it. Like I don't know, the body is so just. I know it's fascinating, but that time was so rot you know like we didn't know anything because the only way you could find out stuff was if you had like an older sibling to let you in on all the deep dark secrets of what lay ahead 
or you went to the library and somehow got a hold of a book that kind of like the joy of sex or something. I know my friend's parents had that and we were like, Oh my God, that's what sex is. Look at all these positions. Do you remember (laughs) when you found out what sex was? Yeah, I was horrified. I remember too. I didn't believe them. I was like, no, I was like, you're pulling my leg. That can't that be That is real. the grossest thing I've ever heard. Okay, <laughs> I have to say, ask you something off topic. Don't you think it's weird ever that like the act that brought forth you into the world, like life that gave you life, if you think about it, it's so disgusting. Like, how does that make any sense? Like, if you I think know. about your parents having sex, you're like, just so repulsed like it's like this animal repulsion you're just like oh but yeah that's the reason that was your creation so it's like you're repulsed by your own creation yeah that's interesting yeah it should be the opposite like what it is kind of hard hard to think about your parents being horny yeah like is this an evolutionary this doesn't make any evolutionary sense we should be looking back you know why i think it is it's so that you don't have sex with your parents Oh, right. right. You're right. Because that causes birth defects and shit. Oh, so we're, it's in us to be repulsed. Yes. Right. Okay. Even though we are, we know, yes, that's how we got here. And we're grateful that our parents had sex or we wouldn't be here, but we don't want to have sex with them because that's not evolutionarily a good idea. Yeah. Cause it's just, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about it just in case I accidentally think about it you know it's just like ugh. just in case you accidentally <laughs> think about your dad's penis no stop it <laughs> like what if that what if it, a visual what if my brain tries to create a visual i don't want that Ew, no uh, i remember Let's seeing his, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I think i walked in on my dad peeing once and <laughs> it was just a flash and i i've seen the flash too i blocked yeah. it out yeah did you though? <laughs> like, Are you sure? Yeah. yeah, I can't see it. No. What is a dad dick? Like, what does that mean? I've heard people say that. It's got a dad dick. What do you dick. mean? I've never heard of that. Oh. I'm scared to Google it. Do you ever get scared someone <laughs> will see your Google yes. <laughs> your oh my God. history? Do you ever get scared <laughs> that someone will get a hold of your phone and be able to see everything that's on there? I would die if someone said I Google would searches. Definitely die. I think earlier today I Googled if pubes fall out with old age. <laughs> like just because I wonder, like, do you lose your hair? Like <laughs> so it's like I would die. I would be so mortified. And they like yeah, I they, think that would be a great art project, actually. What see until you get arrested? See if we're test if they'll be watching us. Just no, like, no, no. A great art project to like just do a bunch of paintings of your Google search. <laughs> your most embarrassing. Like, just publish all of your Google searches so that you're not afraid anymore. How would people know I didn't delete some of them though? <laughs> so what was the answer? Uh, it was very vague. It was kind of like, like yeah, some people thin or lose their hair down there. I would imagine that it's not as I think thick it's kind of the same. Yeah, it's kind of the same. Yeah. And then you start getting hairs in other places where you didn't get them before. Like I know men start growing hair on the top of their shoulders or like out of their ears. Their ears. Yeah, it's so weird, man. I don't get that either. 
And I don't know if you've noticed this, but the nose hairs. Yeah. As you age, it's like I never noticed that I had nose hairs until recently. Yeah, but why is that the most painful area to pluck on the planet? Like, pluck? Have you plucked a nose hair, dude? No, I got a nose. Oh, it is like it's like bawling. I don't know yeah. why the nose is so sensitive. Wait, what do you do with your nose hairs? I can't believe we're talking about this right now. But how oh, do I you got do? a, I got a trimmer. It goes up your nose. Yeah, like electric. Yeah, and Whoa. it doesn't, it doesn't hurt at all. Oh my god! Does yeah, it chop up it... all your boogers up there? Ew! Usually, like, I don't have it... any. Oh, I don't put it up that high. <laughs> it's not like getting a covid a covid test <laughs> i never i never got one you didn't god i would not be able to handle that i don't i don't think i can barely it was, handle a, a it wasn't needle. it was it wasn't a big deal it just made your it's eyes a big water. deal in my head already though so i'm just like oh hell no so i don't know if you noticed but we have a bit more time now because oh. i I paid for a month. It, I got like a 50% yeah. deal. So. Well, my sense of time is so not okay. Like it's so fucked up. I have a really weird sense of time. So, but I, re- I was, I was like, well, this 40 minutes feels really long. But, but Janet, time isn't real. It can't be real. It's not. Isn't it Life weird is though how, simulation. how time goes fast sometimes and so slow other times? Like that fucks me up, man. I know. I feel like the 90s, time moved slower. And now it's... But I've, again, I've Googled this. I definitely that's a, that, can, that can be an aging thing, too, because I feel like the older you get, the more aware you are. So you notice more how time is passing, maybe. Yeah, because it feels like it goes faster with age. That's yes. how, right? But I, I have Googled this and I couldn't find um, a satisfactory answer. Basically, mm. it's just an, they're basically saying it's just an illusion because you're busier or whatever. You're doing more things. The more things you do, the. Because if you've ever had a job where you just have to sit there and like supervise something or there's nothing, no tasks for you to really do, the day just drags, right? Yeah, but it's just like. I wear this light mask every morning for like 15 minutes. I just lay down and I wear it. It's supposed to help my skin, but I don't know. Anyways, and I just notice I'm like, I do the exact same thing every time I sit down. I lay, but some days I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I feel like I blinked and it was over. And other days, I swear to God, I feel like it's like the longest. It feels like two hours. And I, and I can't really pinpoint what is I going think on. That's about resistance. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, is it because I'm, I think it's when I get lost in a fantasy in my brain, maybe time goes faster. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. If you're like daydreaming. Yeah, like, I'm just like off on another planet in but my if head. You're, if you're sitting there and you're like, I just want this to be over. I just want to get on with my day. But it feels then, so real. I know. Like, you know, logically it's the same amount of time, but it feels so, so real. It trips me out. But nothing is real, Janet. I know, dude. We have to do a simulation episode. Yeah, we will. Whatever. Okay, if there was one thing from the 90s that you could bring back into the present, what would it be? 
what thing would I bring back? Like an item? Like it doesn't have to be an item. It could be an experience or a piece of culture or like just something from the 90s that you wish was still a thing now. Well, I would have liked it if Kurt Cobain didn't kill himself. That yeah, I wonder. Nice. I wonder what he would be like if he hadn't. I don't know. He would definitely be a hottie. Obviously. Yeah, who knows? But would he still be making music? I bet you he would have like just gone on to be a visual artist. Yeah, who knows? Um, and I, I do. I loved grunge. I still, I don't know. I'm just, I have such an inner grunge. Like, I'm just a lazy person when it comes to my appearance. So I just, I don't know. I loved grunge, and I still, I can't. There's always going to be a piece of me that's gross like that. I don't know why. Like, even in my phase where I tried to dress up, I never could quite go all the way. You know, like I don't know. I just, I love. So I would bring back grunge for sure. Yeah, I liked, I don't know, I liked so much about the 90s. I say bring back chokers. <laughs> oh, yeah, chokers were, I think chokers in style. That, that's the thing. Ever since the internet, though, I feel like there's no, like, definitive um, styles per decade anymore. You know, like, everything's just so worldwide. Like, we have access to everything that everyone can kind of just do their own thing. It feels like. I think, th- I think that's what I miss from that time is having a a mainstream culture that everyone knows about and it's like a touchstone and then you had subcultures and fringy type stuff that it's like there's so many options that no one knows yeah yeah so people break off in their little tiny clicks or tiny bubbles yeah Yeah, totally there's no there isn't um, that core culture like this is what's hot right now yeah because and it's so fleeting like you'll see on social this happens all the time there'll be a trend and it'll last like two weeks and then they're on to the next thing whereas in our day it was like the timeline was longer so that maybe that's why things felt slower and calmer because they weren't switching so quickly. So you could actually catch on before it went away. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I take a week off of my podcast or something, or even a couple of days, I'm like, I'm so out of touch. And I've, I've, I have so much like, I don't know. I just, yeah, everything's moving really fast and changing really fast. That's I okay. I don't have that much time left. In your life? Yeah. One thing that I do miss from the 90s is like MTV and much music. Oh, yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Some of the movies, Avery loves a lot of the movies from the 90s. So they're still holding up. They're still relevant. But yes, they won't be soon. Like everything. Well, it, it's also really interesting how the technology changed so quickly because we had like we had VHS and then we had DVDs and Blu-ray and like, I don't know if you own anything on those old formats, but like soon you won't even be able to access any of that information. No, even my, com- my computer doesn't even have a disc drive anymore. Like They're gone. it's interesting how many different 
formats we went through in the 80s and 90s and now all of that is obsolete and you don't even own anything anymore yeah it was like boom 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 and we're still so much in the landfill (laughs) fuck don't even bring that up dude so fucking depressing but like isn't there digital garbage too like think of all the websites that are online that are abandoned and And that data the battery problem is going on now yeah i know it's brutal i'm just like or like the fast fashion like num- i just read somewhere that now it's the number two cause of waste like it's just clothes like fucking so much clothes and i was like this is the shit that's more important than the shit that your generation's bitching about like like please. at least at least in the past like the clothes were like better quality to begin with yeah and so you could buy them in a vintage store later and someone could wear give that a second life because the the clothing was good quality but now like you go to value village and it's like all this shit that packed with that stuff packed right yeah Yeah. and it's you can't even buy it secondhand because it's already worn out you can't yeah once you wash it man it's just yeah it's just fucking threads yeah it's so brutal but oh speaking of threads Oh, did you join? No. I did for one day and then I deleted it. I was like, fuck this shit. I don't need more social media in my life. I'm ready to go back to the 90s. Yeah, I don't need more too. But I, if I had to choose between supporting Zuckerberg and Musk, I would choose Musk. So I don't. Yeah, I think Zuckerberg is. I'm not a fan. Yeah, but you're on Instagram. I know totally but yeah same with you like i don't want another i hate having that download apps i hate having them on my phone yeah Yeah. it almost made me want to sign back up for twitter because i'm like oh why is he doing this like well your twitter was so good i miss your twitter (laughs) i know but i just can't it's too there's too much fighting and it it mental health wise you go on there and it's, it's just, just like too much the fucking shit shows it's a shit show don't, yeah don't you feel like it's just and living in the city i feel like it's just even more intense like it's noisy there's so much going on and then you have all this extra digital stuff in your head god i feel it, like we always end up on this topic somehow i know <laughs> right totally old luddites i'm not like, a luddite though i you know, like I work with technology every day and I like it. I just am really conscious of trying to limit it a bit so that it's not controlling my life. Yeah, I'm going to I just want some peace and I I I know that I'm happier when I'm not paying attention to what everyone else is doing. Yeah, exactly. That gives me so much anxiety to compare myself. Yeah, social media is brutal. But um, just sitting at my computer, I just like go, yeah, I'm going squirrely all day. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. But okay, I'm going to go. It's so hot. Oh, goodbye. Bye.